Father God, thank you that we are your church. Thank you that you've set us apart as a people that belong to you. You've done everything possible through the Lord Jesus Christ to bring us back and to make us your people. Father, please would today, as we open your word and grapple with what church membership looks like, would you please, please help us, help us to listen and change us, continue to transform us, to become more like the Lord Jesus Christ, both individually and collectively as a church. We ask this for your name's sake and for your glory. Amen. Well, do you remember the first club or team that you joined as a child? Look, walk down memory lane with me for a, a moment or two. Perhaps it was something linked to a hobby, horse riding, sewing, stamp collecting. As I'm looking around, uh, the faces on gallery view, um, there must be one or two stamp collectors uh, out there. Uh, perhaps after school club, um, colouring club, football, top trumps now is a club that our children go to, chess club, definitely a few chess club members uh, here at Town Church, no doubt about that. You became the member of that club. Now, uh, let me, let, I'll let you into a, a, a little secret. Some of you know this, I'm unashamed. Um, bird watching was my thing. I see a couple of you grinning already. And you know what, it still is, it still is. Uh, and, and so back in the day, I was a member of the YOC, the Young Ornithologist Club. Um, <laughs> go on, just raise a hand, those of you that are on, uh, on Zoom, those of you that are in the YOC, don't be shy. Yes, David Nicholson, there's one. Oh yes, John Ventress, there he is. Good, good. There's at least three of us that were in the YOC. And it was quite simply, uh, you signed up online, kind of a, a, a national network of young bird watchers. And then there was a local group who would get together uh, every, well, not every, I think it was once, once a month, early on a Saturday morning, uh, to spot local birds. Now let's take this forward, perhaps at, uh, at university, member of the CU uh, and other clubs today. Um, think about your membership of those different clubs, amateur dramatic society, hockey club, so on and so forth. Look, we're familiar with the term membership. We know what it means. We know what it looks like. And as a matter of fact, I've signed our three up, our three children up to the RSPB. There's no longer the YOC, but the Royal Society of Protection of Birds. And so we simply pay a subscription and we commit to an annual garden bird watch to tell the RSPB what we see in our garden. Simple as that. In return, the little ones get a monthly magazine as part of their membership and also reduced offers on things like bird feeders and nest boxes. Look, everyone's a winner. We get what membership looks like. And perhaps I've labored the point too long. Today, we're gonna to talk about church membership. And my guess is for the majority of you listening, you know what that means because you're members of Town Church Bista. 
I think the last count was 36 uh, members of town church. And we're digging into some of, some of these areas that make town church what town church is during this six week series in the hope of coming back uh, together uh, where we can physically meet. We're counting down the days when we can meet again, when we can be the gathered church again physically, when we'll see each other and walk together. And therefore, this series is a reminder that whilst we're always, we've always been the church through the pandemic, it's felt quite different. We've missed those connection points. We've yearned for church community. We've craved fellowship and so much more. And this series reminds us what we're returning to as the gathered church, what it looks like and all that that entails. It's where God's word is central and a priority. It's where we show our dependency on God through prayer. It's where we commit to caring for each other, supporting, helping, loving each other. And it's where we go again to people who don't know Jesus. We hold out the word of life to people in Bista and beyond. That is what makes us church. And we're looking forward to that physical expression once again of all those things. Did you clock that in the Ephesians reading that the ultimate purpose of the universal church and the local church, it is within those verses that Rosie first read, verses 11 to 13. And you know, in this series, we're doing something quite different. Usually we would take a book of the Bible and we would do expository preaching. We would take a book and try and understand what the author's intention was uh, as he wrote that book. And therefore we, we ask the spirit to work within our hearts as we understand that and we go verse by verse, chapter by chapter. But in this series, it's more thematic as we work through areas of the church that make us the church. And so we're going to kind of duck and dive around a little bit, but Ephesians 4 is a grounding place for us to work from. And you'll have read there from verses 11 to 13, I'll read them again, the, the ultimate purpose of the universal church and the local church. And it's great to be reminded of this. And Ephesians 4 verse 11 says, so Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors and teachers to equip his people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. So to be the church with Christ as the head, with appointed under shepherds, that's the leaders of the church, the elders of the church, it's their role to equip God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ, the church, is built up to unity in faith and maturity of mind, attaining to fullness in Christ. That's the aim of Town Church Bista. That's why we, as a local church, meet. That's our ultimate aim and purpose. And you see, to that end, we think that church membership is key, really key. It's really crucial for us as a church. And as I said before, for the majority of you, you'll, you'll get that, you'll have journeyed with us in this first three years as a church fan. For some of you, that might seem quite odd from your churchmanship, your past churchmanship, 
as you're still trying to wrestle through what that looks like, what that means. And we appreciate that. And that's why a sermon like this is hopefully helpful for us all, for those of us who have been in church membership for a while to remind us of what that means, uh, what that really looks like. And for those of us who are not church members to really think clearly about about this issue and, and whether it's something we can engage in in the future. So how so? Let's look at two things. Why is church membership so key for us at Town Church? Uh, we're going to look at two questions. What is church membership? And then why is it so important for Town Church Vista? What is church membership and why is it so important for Town Church Vista? Well, uh, let's look at the shape um, of the six chapters of Ephesians, because again, this helps us. We've, as a church, kind of docked in and out of Ephesians right from the very beginning, the first, I think, two or three sermons uh, three years ago in Ephesians chapter one. And then we've been in Ephesians two for a bit. Johnny, a couple of weeks ago, was in Ephesians three. We've used Ephesians uh, often as a place to dock in to help us understand uh, what the local church is and what the local church should be and should um, should live out and you've got six chapters in Ephesians and and verses one to sorry chapters one to three give us the big doctrinal shape of the gospel chapter one you're elected he's chosen you dear people of town church it's not because of your will or your want or your love for him it's because he's chosen you and chapter two drives through this idea of, of while sin ensnared and entrapped us, he made us alive. He brought you salvation by grace through faith that he gave you. And chapter three, then he'll equip you. He'll dwell in your hearts. He'll grow your faith in him. And so the first three chapters of Ephesians are he, he, he is what he has done, will do, will continue to do. And then in chapters four to six. There's a, a shift in Paul's teaching now in light of the gospel truth. Now in these in these next three chapters, go and live. There's instruction for the Christian to, to go and live in the world as one body, as a church, never alone, never isolated. And it's real practical, nitty gritty stuff. How you speak to people, what marriage really looks like. And so we look at Ephesians 4, and in verse 25, quite pivotal to the chapter, it says this, Therefore each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully, truthfully to your neighbour, for we are members of one body. We're members of one body. I've always thought the term church membership well not always sorry um apart from maybe five years ago up to five years ago i always thought the term church membership was pretty naff because i had in mind the rspb i had in mind the yoc i put in something else is given me we pay a subscription and we commit to an annual garden bird watch and in return we get a monthly magazine and special offers and some of that fits with the church model of, of course to a degree but church membership is far more and it wasn't until I dived deeper into understanding church membership and commitment of people and the leadership of the church that I appreciated the term and 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 the reason for using the word member 
in Ephesians 4.25, as Paul here states very clearly, and in 1 Corinthians 12 to 14, it's to paint a picture of the body. It's an analogy for the local and global church. Global church is all Christians over all time, where Christ is the head of the body uh, over the scattered world. And local then is today. I'm a working part of the body. And you see the word member here as Paul uses it. It equals part. That's what the word means. So when Paul says in verse 25, therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor, for we are all members of one body. He's simply saying we're all parts. I'm an eye or an ear or a finger. We're so intrinsically connected. And you see, every member of my body, every part of my body cares about what happens to other parts of my body in order for the whole to work properly. You remember that great tune, Dem Bones. Remember that? Dem Bones, Dem Bones, Dem Dry Bones. And then you go on. There they are. Look, the dancing skeletons. And they go the foot bone. And this is just the skeletal um, structure, of course. But, but it goes to the foot bones connected to the leg bone, the leg bone connected to the thigh bone, and, and so on and so forth, the hip bone. And backbone and neck bone and off it goes in that very simple song but it's a great picture for us just with that skeletal structure let alone then you think about the muscles and the sinews of the body of how the bones come together to form the whole part that's the church it's such a simple picture a body needs working parts that are connected how is that worked out at Town Church Bista? Well, we, we journey together in the first place. We, we, we talk about membership. We hear your story of faith. It's written down. We, we, we ask you to send it in and then we, we talk it through when we meet. We listen to your testimony. We make sure that the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ has transformed you, that you're a Christian. And then we meet and read out our membership document. We agree on a, a statement of faith to make sure that we're all on the same page. That's how it's worked out. And if I'm a part of the body, this is simply what membership of the local church looks like. It, it simply shouts out, I'm committed to this local church. Under God, I'm committed to the people of Town Church Bister. That's what church membership is. And can I ask you, is that your understanding? In effect, I'm, I'm talking to two groups of people here. You're either in or you're out. And I, I've described before, there are reasons why you're out. And, and if you're in, can I ask you, how do you think you're playing your part as a part of the body? as a member of the body, how have you been playing your part in the pandemic? How are you playing your part now as a member of the body? Can I ask you that? And if you're out, if you're not a member of the body, if you're not a part of Town Church Vista, can I frankly ask why? Of course, we've mentioned valid reasons. 
but there's not so many. Sure, there's no sentence in the Bible that states you should be a church member, that church membership is a prerequisite for salvation. No, 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 of, of course not. But it is implicit within God's word that it's right to be in covenant relationship, bound together as Christ as the head, committed to each other. Mark Dever, in his very helpful series of Nine Marks of a Healthy Church, goes as far as saying, to resist that, to resist it means that there's perhaps and probably something wrong. The New Testament says to be part of a community, to, to resist it is, is not a conviction, but more, more perhaps a, a, a British viewpoint, more perhaps a, a British standing place. Don't force me into something. Don't... Don't try and, and twist me into being perhaps a part of the body that I'm not. I, I want autonomy to choose. I, I want wriggle room. I don't want to be held accountable. And we at Town Church say, no, no, let's have a conversation. A conversation and a, and a signature that says I'm committed to this local church. Under God, I'm committed to the people of Town Church Bister. As a Christian, I'm not a consumer of Town Church. I'm not a pewfiller. I'm someone who knows I can't walk this walk alone. I need other brothers and sisters to walk next to me, with me, who I'm committed to walking with. I'm committed to a people. We'd encourage you, if you're not a member of Town Church, to, to really consider it. Not because it's something that we think is good, because it's implicit within God's word that you're committed to a local church who is going to help you and who you're going to help to continue in faith in Christ. In practice, Every church member at Town Church is expected to do and be part of six things. This is taken from our membership document. And we think this is a really helpful provider to work out how we're doing as members, how we're doing, as, how we're doing with playing our part as members of the body. Here are the six things that we would regularly attend Sunday gatherings and where possible small groups. Two, regularly pray for the other members of the church, for the life of the church and the community and its witness to Bister in the wider world. And this includes regular attendance and commitment to the monthly prayer meeting. We think that's crucial. And number three, regularly give financially to the local church and the Lord's work in general, if you're in a position to do so. Number four, regularly serve the family life of the church in whatever ways are appropriate to his or, or her gifts. Number five, regularly attend the business meetings of the church and contribute to the decision making of the church. And number six, to speak of Jesus and be a witness to him in everyday circumstances with people in Bista and beyond. Those commitments to each other, to the church, that is membership. That's what it looks like to be a member of town church committed to each other, saying, I can't walk alone. I need others to walk this life with me. I think there are lots of hurdles, barriers that prevent us from either committing to church membership or when we are 
church members to fulfill in those six requirements under the leadership of the church? I think there are, and I think that the devil will always try and pull us away from one or many of those six ones and say, go on, you can do this alone. I think it's been a joy for me to, a joy for the elders to, to witness people on Zoom every Sunday night. There's just been a, a steady presence of members of town church that gather together. It's been wonderful to hear about the small groups and the growth groups. It's been wonderful to hear about gardens filled up with fun and food and games as members commit to each other and say, I'm going to walk with you. Let's walk together. Let's keep each other accountable. Let's ask the hard questions. But I know that there are some hurdles and barriers that stop us from doing that. What is church membership? Hopefully there we've outlined what church membership is. And then second, why is it so important for town church? I've mentioned areas, of course, but let me just pull out four areas for you very quickly. Four areas that I think help us. There they are. Commitment, discipline, function and focus. Why is it so important for town church? Well, commitment. So it's hard for a church to be the church if it doesn't know who the members of the body are, right? So those who are committed to each other to work as the church that God intended from our reading of the New Testament, if, if the church don't know who the church is, very hard to walk together and be the church. And it's hard to set up the church and encourage every member ministry as we do here at Town Church. And that simply means that phrase means we have responsibility, each one of us, not just the leaders of Town Church, but each one of us has a responsibility for each other. Mark Ashton in his little book, and we quote this during our members meetings, he says it is the privilege and responsibility of every Christian to teach others about God and to live and work in the world for God. There is no greater task. That's the privilege. But it's hard if we don't know who we're walking with. And then we see the role of the elder, the leader, the elder of the church, myself and Simon and Johnny. It's to edify, to instruct, to lead, to teach, to be an under shepherd of God, to shepherd the sheep. Really hard for a shepherd to shepherd his sheep when he doesn't know who his sheep are. That's why we think it's really important for you to commit to town church. It's about commitment. Secondly, discipline. The church disciplines. 1 Corinthians 5 is probably the key go-to to understand what church discipline looks like. Paul urges the church in Corinth to put out the repentant sinner Put them out of the church. The sinner uh, who has explicitly sinned and unrepentant of it. Discipline him in such a way so that the world understands what the church is all about. That yes, the Lord Jesus is forgiving. And yes, the church is an open door for anyone who wants to come in. But as a member who's committed to helping each other, if there's unrepentant sin, Paul urges the church to to remove that unrepentant sinner out of the church. It's a place where we can discipline. 
and rightfully so, for the good of each other, for the good of the body and for the good of the watching world. And so that's why we think that church membership is vitally important. Function, thirdly, it's how we make important decisions. The members have their say under the leadership of Town Church Vista. It is also legally how we're constituted. We hold church members meetings and a number of decisions that need to be agreed by vote of the membership. The appointment of elders or deacons, for example, is by the membership of the church. It's a functionality of the church. It's crucial that members operate within the church. And then finally, focus. You see what membership does? It keeps the church on track with its committed members to be the church we want to be. Remember our purpose statement three years ago as we set this out? We said, look, here's who we want to be in Bista. We want to be a people who have been and are being transformed by the good news of Jesus, who seek to live for Jesus and make Jesus known to others in and around Bista and beyond. Commitment, discipline, function and focus. This is why church membership really matters. So, dear church member, can I ask you to keep going? Perhaps a few more weeks, perhaps a month until we can get back to the physical gathering after May the 17th, all being well. How can you be of deep encouragement to others? How can you commit to keep meeting together online as we're doing and keep encouraging members of the body? How can you keep encouraging those who aren't members to become members, to dock in and say, walk with us, walk with me. Come, don't stay out there. Come and be part of the church, committed to each other. We need each other. If you're walking with us at Town Church and love the Lord Jesus, will you consider becoming a member if you're not? Please do. And if you're not a Christian, but you continue to be intrigued, keep coming, keep listening. Church membership is only for those who profess faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, who ask for forgiveness of sins, and then who want to dock in to the local church, but the church's doors are always open, always open to people who don't know Jesus, who are intrigued by him, who are intrigued by the church, keep coming. You are very welcome. This is the church, his church. It's why we think membership really matters as part of town church, the way we operate, the way we function, the way we're committed to each other, the way that we discipline. We think that's important. And the way that we remain focused to continue to be the church that God would have us be.